You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV begins right now. As the voice guy said, I to my left, Corey to my right. You guys watching on camera, we appreciate you on the chat there on War Chant TV. And for those of you just listening at home, appreciate you as you stream and or listen on terrestrial radio. This hour brought to you by register, registers, you can say it, sausage. Why don't you say it? I think you can say it better. Registers. Or you could just say yay sausage and people yay know what you're talking sausage. about. sausage. There it is. There yay it is. something. Something you can say yay about at least. Kim was like yeah. Kim was like indignant the other night. She was at the store and did she uh, yell yay sausage? Well, she realized that we didn't have any. We were out of our supply. Mm. Ben's, you know, he's been gracious with the uh, the goodies, but we're out. We've eaten so much of the sausage. We we're out of it. You so even she, went through she mine. Had, she had we did. <laughs> she, and yeah. she, and she had to go buy actually purchase mm. her register sausage. Man. She, yeah. She's like, tell Ben I had to actually go buy it. I was like, I think Ben's taking care I of us, Ben's too. Ben's going to be pretty cool about that, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, oh, he probably news. said it's about damn time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had, some, uh, we had some of the short links the other day. Man, there's so many good quality sausage from Register Sausage. You can uh, get them in your grocery store. If you live in North Florida, Central Florida, Jacksonville, over into uh, Alabama and South Georgia. And if you're out of this area, go complain. Complain yeah. at your store. That's what we're telling you to do. We're not telling you to start a fight. No. But you can... Well, do what you have to do. Well, civil disobedience... <laughs> Never heard of yeah, good trouble. Yeah. So what I would tell you is you're screwed if you're in Anchorage. Well, we're That's not happening. Really, we're not things, happening. Things, don't, have, don't. things have taken a bad turn in your life anyway <laughs> yeah. if you've wound up in Anchorage. In Anchorage yeah. But anywhere else, you can order it at registermeats.com. They've got uh, unbelievably quality delivery. comes fresh to your house. And uh, purchase uh, registermeats.com because uh, they support Seminole Headlines. A lot of pity sausage. Oh, and four goes the record for Florida State. Mm. And... Um, I'm wondering, do you guys eagerly anticipate the post-game video recording outside the stadium? Do you, like, start talking about it early in the first <laughs> Yo, I quarter? Get, I get all. I well, get I'm it. saying, like, so it's 31-7. to 7, Yeah. So you got a lot of time to think about constructing thoughts. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of football still to be played hey, at that point. Hey, that game point. was up in doubt. Yeah. Down to, it absolutely down to the, was. Uh, absolutely. Stretch. Yeah, down the stretch it was. But, uh, but anyhow, you had, like, initially, anyhow, after the five consecutive drives in which Louisville scored. Right. You thought, okay, well, this is probably not going to end well. 
We were going to You should have gone it. and recorded it while it was still daylight, maybe, and then just, just said, screw it. Well, I wanted home. to record it from Adam Fuller's office <laughs> just to see if people were coming and taking stuff out. Uh, that's where I was, at, uh, you know, with two minutes to go in that first half. I'm like, man, he, how can he survive? How can he still have a job on Monday if they go out and get, give up 60 And then points? they have the best sustained defensive performance over the course of two and a half quarters that we've seen in years. Yeah, it was the it's first bizarre. time, the last time an offense had less than 79, they gave up 79 yards on Saturday in the second half. The last time an offense had less than that against a Florida State defense, an FBS offense, was Wake in 2013. Mm-hmm. And we all remember that game. Yeah. Well, it seems like the two programs have gone in a different direction. Things have gone Things, south. It's, it's, that was only eight, eight years ago, isn't yeah. that long ago, to be where we are now. It really kind of, it's, it's, it's stunning, but hey, we don't need to... Relitigate well, how we I, got what here, I, but what I do want to do, good, and I've spent nice. some time on this on because on, that weight game was fun. Remember, they scored a touchdown on defense like every other play. No, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of things were fun in 2013. Nate, we thought Nate Andrews was going to be an All American. <laughs> He's the next Sean Taylor. <laughs> so here's the deal, though. I mean, I did kind of go at this a little differently after the game. Obviously, nobody's happy to be 0 and 4, but even in the post game, then you and I on Sunday night with the Sunday Smash, and on my show yesterday, look in a season that's a lost cause in terms of garnering the number of wins you would like to see. That ain't happening. Right. I mean, they're not going to win six games. They're not going to a bowl. They're just not. So you have to find, and I keep preaching this, you have to find something that gives you a sense that they're getting better at something or building towards something, or maybe there are elements where, of real growth that you can identify. To a certain extent, certainly when a game gets lopsided, mentalities shift. You have to account for that when you give the analysis of what happened with Louisville. But also, you can believe what you saw in terms of this team understanding uh, and reading their keys properly, triggering violently downhill, playing with speed and ferocity. Also, great leverage and technique. These are things that we haven't always seen. So, if it's sustained at all against Syracuse in the first half, then you, you will have seen for the first time this year some carryover. Now, that's a big if. And I think that's where we sit on a Tuesday. You're kind of like, well... I want to believe that that was real growth because I thought I saw real evidence of growth in a loss, as disappointing as it is. We won't know until the Syracuse game starts, and who knows? Maybe Syracuse runs a play-action play pass in the first two plays of the game and scores a touchdown like everybody yeah, else does. That's what Sports people State. do. Who knows? Well, it's funny, man. This, this whole situation, part of the problem with that game, and, and that was your approach, and, and in our rap after the game. But I meant we, it. I wasn't just doing it. To no, do I know. It. Yeah, and, yeah. and in our rap after the game, we were kind of like, man, it's hard to be as angry as you were two hours ago yeah. because of what you did see in the second half. And so – so that's something that you can maybe hold on to. And it's funny, man, like people on social media, I tweeted about it yesterday because so many people who are, who are done, you know, they're done with this staff. They're done with Norvell. Oh, they're uh, done with Florida State football. They're convinced it may never come back again. When you say anything about the second half, they're just like, oh, big deal. They didn't quit. Or Louisville had shut it down. It's like, man, no, Louisville had not shut it down. They were only up by 11 points for most of the second half. And second of all, you, that, they have not looked like that at any other point. I mean, it's not like it's not like the other team just miss, you know, made mistakes. Yeah, they missed wide open receivers yeah, all over the field. Because you've seen that, that sometimes. Yeah. This was been they they were beating blocks. You saw dudes playing with reckless abandon, and so you have to. That is a positive sign. I yes, mean, it you, is. You can't ignore that. Now, if they go out and stink Saturday, then well, you yeah, can't then ignore it. And it's like, well, you, yes. yes, it's the anomaly. That's right. That's, and that's the part that yeah. is real, is that you can both can be true. You can say, look, I saw a moment of real growth 
guys playing defense in a way that you expect them to based on an understanding of what they're being asked to do. They were physical. They were, they, they under, again, how many times were they able to flatten things off? And they really, they played with great leverage. And then they came up and made tackles yeah. like they knew what they were doing. I, I don't doubt that to some degree Louisville's mindset shifted, but Florida State also played a lot better. That, that's true. Now, if it's not sustained, well, then you have a real problem if you're Adam Fuller because yeah. then you cannot simply get your team to, for any prolonged period of time, certainly not to start games, ever come out and do anything that you're asking of him. Well, isn't that the isn't that the problem? Like now you've seen it. Like because yeah. we, we've been yeah, making now you've the, seen it. Right. Everybody's been making the argument that they don't have talent. It's like well, you see that. It's like, dude, if you guys can do that, then why the hell aren't you doing that? Yeah, I mean, look, man. Se- again, 79 yards is crazy. Like they had, I think they had two first downs, and I know Cunningham had a long touchdown run taken back. But the reason he had the touchdown run was because of a blatant hold in the middle of the field. Yeah. He's not scoring otherwise. And the same on his other long run. Those holds weren't um, away consequential. The they yeah. they were they were the reason he had. Yeah. The lane that he ran. It's good that ACC refs called it too. Who, who knew that could happen? <laughs> Miraculous. Um, but yeah, so you you do have hope that okay, maybe something changed. And if they go out, it'll be to me like the Notre Dame game. Like I thought, the 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 Notre the offense carried over exactly nothing from the fourth quarter of the Notre Dame game. That Zero. also had to do with approach. Zilch. Um, they they didn't carry oh, they didn't carry over anything. Yeah. And so I can understand fans hearing like, let's see what they look like this week. If they go out and lay an egg against Syracuse in the first half and give up 28 points, that's a wrap for Fuller probably. I, mean, oh, I, think, it I think it is. I think it is. Because I think we correct. have now seen what the what the potential is. And that wasn't a – it didn't seem fluky. It was eight straight It was eight straight drives where Louisville did jack squat. Yeah. And Louisville's a decent offense. They're not terrible. They won't have another second half this year where they have 79 yards. Um, they were dominated. So if you can dominate for a half and then come out against a worse offense in the uh, six days, seven days later – and look like you give up another three, four touchdowns, look like you haven't prepared, look like you're not coached, and wait till halftime to turn it on again? No, man, that's that's a wrap. Well, you, you just won't you ever believe. Doing this. Yeah, you, you won't ever believe. You won't ever believe. That it's no, real. No. And and for good reason. You will have had ample evidence not to believe that it could be sustained. There are other things about the team that remain true and will for each and every single game you watch this year, and that is the disappointing part. And that is that they really don't have a quarterback on this roster. They don't have one that can play with any degree of consistency. Certainly, they don't have one. One uh, that we've seen. Um, uh, Jordan I, can't stay healthy, and that I think now you now we we know right. Like, I mean, I think we kind of knew. You, for but it. you go into this season thinking, okay, well, maybe last year it was just a bunch of bad luck. But again, we are what are we seventy snaps into his season, and he's out again. Um, you you just can't depend on him going into next year. And now you see he's hurt with the knee and shoulder, mm-hmm. and so you can't believe that. I mean, yeah, he's got that big knee brace yeah, on. Yeah. So my point being, like you we you, you go into next year, like you Jordan Travis will probably still be on the roster. Mackenzie Milton won't be here, but Travis will still be on the roster. But you can't you can't think, okay, this is the guy we 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 can hitch our wagon to. So you either hope that AJ Duffy comes in as a true freshman is awesome, the transfer portal is good to you. Or Chubba Purdy is the guy they thought he was when they recruited him. And the only way I think you can find that out is to play him. But I wouldn't play him this Saturday because you want to win this game. Because you can actually win this yeah. game. Yeah. Does that make sense? I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it does make sense. I think if you can get him some reps, I would too. Especially I, um, the last six games of the year. Like a, a couple of those, you're losing. It doesn't matter how well you play. Get him some reps, at real game reps. Because if you go back to the second half of that NC State game, it's a pretty well quarterback game. You know, he, it was only half he played really all year that was any good. But he was pretty good in that second. I, I'd like to see him get some action, possibly this game, just because 
I think that maybe when you, you get out to a thirty-one nothing lead, yeah, but not 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 in the same situation. <laughs> you can pull your starters, yeah, not the way they yeah, did the Jacksonville yeah. State game. Not not oh, that way. No, you can't do that, man. You just can't do that. They, you know, yeah. look. They, hey, wait a minute, wait, wait. Not only can you not do that, I don't know that you'll win even if you play well. They're, this Syracuse team is not good. They might be better than Florida State. So we're not even entertaining the idea of like, hey, let's just throw so and so in yeah. there. Well, hold on, hold yeah. on. That we not. May not be better than Syracuse, so yeah. let's let's slow up here. Uh, I'm done assuming anything other than UMass, and even then, no, I'm who gonna knows? Go, no, no, I'm who, gonna assume yeah, UMass. Who knows, let me, who knows? let me throw this out, and I, you know, and again, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if if Maurice Smith comes back, and it seems like it's getting closer, I but hope. if Jeez. he comes back, um, and if Robert Scott gets healthier, he's still obviously not healthy. No, and I don't know if that's something he is going to be. I don't know. Maybe that's something you deal with all year. Well, that's know. problematic because he got whooped in this game. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it twice, yeah. and uh, there are some moments that are not pretty. I know he's trying to give it a go. I'm not dogging the kid, and I know they put him out there at right tackle because they were trying to hide him a little bit, but, man, that wasn't pretty. But if the offensive line plays better, I do think McKenzie, man, as limited as he is, very. I, think they're, he's <laughs> getting, I think they're getting a better feel for what he can do. One of the things I'd like to see them do if they can – we talked about it a little bit on Sunday, and I asked Kenny about it yesterday. Was just trying to get a little more tempo going because he—that's what he did. That's what he got to win first down in order yeah. for that to work. But it's also how the run game works, by the way. That inside right. zone—that all happens if you don't lose yardage on first right. down and you don't have a nightmare on yeah. first down. Other team can't get set, and you're able to go at pace. And part of that's on him because that he took some sacks on. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure he took sacks on yeah. first down. He didn't play well. Um, I, you know, the sad part, honestly, with him is you can see the mind still works. Like, he's pre-snap. He understands it. Mm-hmm. He just physically can't do certain things. And yeah. then they're not very good to begin with, so there are other things that aren't going to work even if he sees I'm gonna it. I'm going to throw out a hypothetical to you guys. If if this was the 2018 McKenzie Milton that, that had just transferred to Florida State, yeah, what would their record be? Because I think they're could three be, and one. It could could it could be four and zero, oh, but definitely three and one. It's three and one could yeah. be four and zero. Oh. Yeah, well, I, and I also doubt they would have six turnovers against Wake, so they yeah. could have well been th- that. So, so does that shame, give you, does not, that give I mean, you hope, or does that make you a little more depressed? Like, no, I mean it's just it, it's, it's just not like the, remember the situation. what Bowden said after the 9 Florida game. Like, look, you take away Tebow oh, yeah. and Hart oh, Percy yeah, 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 and give them yeah, to us. Yeah. <laughs> And now, look, if if Tebow and he, Harvin... He was, in, he was incorrect on that, by right. the way. But, but, if, but very, if, if Tebow and Harvin, two of the best college football players it, of all time, would have helped. had been on Florida State, they probably win eight or nine games yeah. that year, not just uh, seven. But um, I do think this... The, the stuff... Are, the, the, I, I just think the program has is, is gotten better. The team is better than it was last year to the point where if you had a good quarterback, just a good one, not, not 18 McKenzie Milton great, just a good one, EJ Manuel... 2012, I think they're three and one or four. Well, no, and but I mean, then you people hear that and say, "Oh, all they need is a first round quarterback." I maybe no, just a better quarterback. I mean, that, just that's good what, quarterback. The play. reason we thought, and I didn't, you know, none of us thought they were going to be an eight or nine or ten win team. But the reason we thought they'd be a six win team or maybe a seven yeah, win team is we thought the quarterback play was going to be yeah. much better than it's been. It Where's James been. Blackman? What's he? What's, where's Jay Black? Get him back here, man. You know what hurts too is yes, the quarterback play is bad. And then they have also, unfortunately, and this seems to happen when you're in a bad cycle, they've had injuries at the one position you can't have injuries. Right. I mean, they just they didn't even have a good offensive line to begin with. I know they said they had seven guys they liked. I, I call BS on that. I think they maybe had six. And then two, you know, one guy gets kicked off a team, 
two guys get hurt. Yeah. Well, that guy got, wasn't one they liked. I don't oh, yeah. Well, he, I think he, he was no, one of the he six He definitely was. Lucas was definitely part of the seven. I mean, I don't think they loved him, but he's one right. of the seven. And he well, was, that's yeah, why he yeah. also was in there when other guys got hurt. He's, right. he's the next up. But I he mean, also wasn't starting, so they no, weren't no. in love with him. He and Bavion, I think, were the two off the bench. Yeah. yeah. But those two – so Bavion's actually played decent for, for what he is. Bavion's yeah. played pretty decent. But obviously Dante couldn't be trusted and is no longer on the team. And then you had two other injuries to very critical positions. And I think Brady's the eighth. You know, original yeah, from the original yeah, group, right? I, you can't play like. But it, so the point is that you're down to like four guys that are marginal, <laughs> and that's the one group you couldn't have have an injury. So that's a deadly combination when you don't have a good offensive line and you don't have a starting quarterback. And put, but here's but, the thing: they don't have a good offensive line. Their quarterback isn't playing well. They had 450 yards in that game. No, they, this isn't. This isn't well, an abomination good, of an offense. they got offense. two good backs, and when they play with tempo, they can run that inside zone, and those two backs can create and make guys miss in a hole and do some things. They're they create terrible angles in situations. Well. Oh, And they give up negative plays way too often. Well, this game they didn't have penalties, but they had negative plays, which are the same. What, a four-yard run well, or a, a false start. A, four, a, a minus four-yard run or a false start. You'd rather have the false start. First no, and 15 is better than second and 14. I agreed, but... Pre-snap penalties where you don't get lined up, delay of games, and false starts are a direct reflection on coaching. Yeah, that's you a don't more. Yeah, that's a more systematic. Yeah, but problem. they didn't. They only had one of those this week. Right, no, I'm, I saying, got, they yeah. didn't, I'm saying I, I'd rather just you know the play. You were saying it might be better to have whip. a false start, and he's saying oh, no, no, no. I know just for the drive's right. sake, but yeah, not for the way it looks. Yeah, but that's a that's the thing, and I sometimes feel disingenuous when we ask questions to Kenny Dillingham or Norvell about the offense and situations because it's like. Well, why can't you guys do better in short yardage? It's yeah. like, dude, look. I mean, look at our. Yeah. Or why can't you guys? If you have a negative play, why is the drive over? Well, I mean, what they like to say is, man, look around you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. What do you want us to do? We we can't pass protect when they know that we have to throw the ball. <laughs> you, they they, they want to be Beamer answering the question about right? Georgia. Yeah, I mean, with, which was the a great is, answer. The problem is they weren't playing Georgia. <laughs> right, they're playing Louisville it, or Wake Forest. But that's kind of anybody right. they play right now. Yeah. That kind of mismatch is what's happening. Yeah, when we, you just go, well. And he basically did. Kenny basically did last week with Lake Forest because it's like, hey, why didn't you run into a six man box? He's like, well, we we couldn't block him. Yeah, we tried. <laughs> so <laughs> tried a few times. So it's a tough situation. So yeah. we we understand that. But at the same point, and that's what you know, I think the word they've really hurt themselves is some of the critical decisions they make that have that yeah. have been poor. They're so magnified mm-hmm. because you have so many limitations. You have to maximize your chances yeah. to win when you don't have a very good team, well, they're, and they're, they're gonna, not doing it. They're never going to be good, in, and we got to go to break, but they're never going to be good in situations this year, Corey, in the red zone. Anything to do with the red zone because the field shrinks and Just they can't block it. Just throw it up. It. Throw it up for one of your guys. <laughs> Just yeah, go you, get you, it. You, go get it, right? You either, yeah. you either have to be able to move people yeah. up front, yeah, which they can't happen. do, uh, or you got to win one-on-ones. Yeah, they can't do that either. And, oh, by the way, they don't. Have, and in the red zone, it's critical to have a tight end. They have way, 11 now, on the roster. Now, now listen. They I will have tell you, 11 on the roster. Well, they better find out if Jackson West can play starting now. Yeah. Because Four is struggling. Jordan Wilson doesn't need to be out there ever again. Uh, if you go back and watch that game yeah. play for play, yeah. holy jeez, he's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Like, I can't. Look, man, he's trying hard. I'm sure he's We're a not... wonderful human being. Can't play a lick. Well, he doesn't catch well. Yeah, he doesn't block anybody. That was Jeff Cameron, Jordan, by the way. Uh, I mean, listen, yeah. I don't know if you've seen Jordan lately, Jeff. Hey, man, he's massive and he could kill me. It doesn't <laughs> matter. You, I'm, you're here to play football, baby. Playing. Do something. That's terrible. Okay, well, I'll, I've made my point. It is Seminole Live 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chat TV. How you doing there, podcasters? Good. Good to hear it. Listen, <laughs> if you're if you're wondering uh, for you know for a good place to eat. Watch a game, have a cold beer, enjoy a lot of choices. We suggest Horizons Bar and Grill. Maybe even run into us. You Could might happen. see us. Could you and I especially. Yes. 
I mean, I'm there once a week, I think. When I'm in town, I'm there. Stephanie and I are there. Great place. Cold beer, hot women, everything you want in a uh, – I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, it's okay. Hot I, beer and cold women. <laughs> whatever you're into. I, I, like, I like the good-looking ladies, too. That's sure, all right. But, but even if that's uh, not your thing, I'll be there. I'm a good-looking guy. And we would all agree, great food. Legitimately most good important food. part of this ad is the great food. It's great food. They got TV, sports bar. They got the vibe, but beer, food, everything you could want. And most importantly, again – other than uh, the food, is that there is at least, I'd say, a 35% chance one of us would be there. And you get the mac and cheese bites. And you can get those shrimp tacos, which yeah. are the king. Uh, you get the, you've gotten healthy on me lately. You, I eat the hummus. You eat the, I hummus. Get the hummus. Who eats really that? Good. He I, does. At Horizons I, I know I like hummus. Maybe I go. don't, but Horizons got some great hummus. But you look for them on their website. You can see their happy hour specials. Uh, it's just a great place to hang out. And it's and if you want a, like, a little upscale dinner, you yeah. can go in there for that as well. It's at Bannerman Crossing at the... Uh, Right off of Thomasville Road and Bannerman uh, up there on the northeast Tallahassee. Tell them headlines sent you. Well, the important thing is support the people who help support Seminole Headlines. That's Horizons Bar and Grill. And thanks for listening to the podcast. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Go to warchant.com. You can read the latest on uh, Florida State football and what the coaches had to say. Corey, your question, and more importantly, I guess, Mike Norvell's answer. Uh, maybe not more importantly. Yeah, I think Sorry. the question yeah, was, was such without the question, question, there's no answer. Yeah. What's funny is how people think like that was this like hard-hitting, tough question. No, it, was it a really softball. wasn't. It was a beautiful question. You gave him I mean, an outlet. Yeah, and, I, and genuinely, that's the only thing that any Florida State fan should be worried about over the next two months is, what are you doing with this recruiting class, man? Because we see the team. So I mean, you basically I, asked it, and I like that you said not to belabor the point, because like, it's all negative right well, now. How can it not be that it's 0-4? What uh, happened was I'd asked the question about – I'd asked the recruits question, and I might have fumbled it into making it more of a general question about the state of the program. And so all he did was talk about the state of the program and the players on the team. And I, I genuinely wanted to know – what are you telling recruits? Messaging, yeah. So after his two-minute answer there, I got the mic back and asked. That's why I said sorry to belabor it, but yeah. what are you telling the what recruits? What are you telling them? Well, and so, you know, and it seems like it occurred to him as he began to answer it exactly what an opportunity it that's was. That's what I was saying. Hey, he wasn't mad. People think he was pissed mad. at you. He no, wasn't no, I don't mad, mad at all. No. He just he he kind of. Thank you, and he, by the well, way. and he as knows he, better to get the well, pissed at true. me. That's I mean, Good point. Boy, thank whoever that is. Good point. Ira, thank whoever that is. We've had a couple so far. I don't know who that is. I can't see all the way over. Sky Ninja FSU. Good job, Sky Ninja. We appreciate you. Uh, Yeah, I mean, obviously Mike doesn't want any part of this. He's not going to bow up. (laughs) But but it was like he he he, he talked himself into it. He realized. And I was the face of the the outside noise that's criticizing the program. I became that face. Well, But, but here's the important part about the diatribe is that there's a nice balance of understanding that it's perfectly reasonable for the fan base to acknowledge right. we suck. Yes. And it's perfectly reasonable to understand how at 31 to 7, they might be pissed off. Yeah, they might leave. Yeah. And so he didn't do the thing that some coaches make the mistake of doing, which is you're either with us or against us. Yeah. Well, the frustrations you let out on the fans yeah. and the outside people. No, he knows the deal, man. They're 0 4. He knows that's garbage. And he also <laughs> knows that they should not have. Get it together. Hey, man. He also I mean, knows I, I, how, how it's the soda. Are these mics? It's the soda, oh, I know, man. I you got to get it together. Why don't you push your mute button? <laughs> exactly. It's also that he knows they should have never lost to Jacksonville State. So he can't yeah. avoid the fact that they made some colossal yeah. mistakes, missteps. Yeah. So I thought it was on balance smart the way he handled every layer of uh, the, the criticisms and also the way they're thinking about it and the way that he believes that recruits are thinking about it. It gave you insight into – 
you know, an understanding and frustration, but also we're doing things the right way, and he got to tell you kind of how, and we're going to stick with that. And I thought it was a, it was the right tone. You know what was also really cool about it was that I think we've seen it. Like, we've been to practice, so we've seen that Mike Norvell. I don't know that the fans maybe realize that that's who he is. And yeah. that was one of the – somebody I talked to somebody over at FSU yesterday in the administration about it, and they were like, that's the guy we hired. Like, that's when we did the interview, you could see that intensity. You could feel it when we spoke to him. And when the way and we'd seen him coach before, and you see it at practice. Oh, sure. And that's what I, David. Know. I asked David Johnson, who's a recruiting coordinator today, about it. Like how how important do you think that would be for recruits to see that? And he goes, "Well, that's who he is every day. That's how he talks to those guys." But it was good for the fans to see it. Yeah, you want because uh, I brought this up on Wake Up Porsche. Like you, Florida State fans have now been through the last year of Jimbo, where he was checked out. Two years of Willie. Um, and Willie was used to losing. He had a losing record when he got here. So him losing 34-7 to to Syracuse or whatever it was, um, he was upset. He was disappointed. I'm not saying he wasn't. But that wasn't new territory for Willie. He had built programs from the ground up and, and had horrible seasons. Florida State fans aren't used to this at all. They've never been. Mike Norvell and Willie Taggart, especially probably Willie Taggart, have been through these kind of things a lot more than any of us have. So him it's just like he's been so measured after these losses in explanatory, which is what you want to do. Yeah. But he kind of not lost it, but he showed like, yeah, I'm pissed. I'm pissed to be 0-4. And I think that's good for your fans to see that, that you're not accepting it. Yeah, and you don't have to do it every week. Well, you you no, it's important. Can, it's important not to I'm gonna do it I'm going to keep asking week. that question no. every week. What are you telling recruits now I, that you're 0-5? I really think that we've got to circle back and have you in on the teleconference uh, for Georgia every week and continue to ask Kirby Smart about the decision. The Justin, Justin Fields. Fields thing. We really got to read <laughs> Not this that. week, though, after his debut in the NFL, yeah. though, when he has his first good no, game no, in the NFL. No, I'm just saying, you should have. I mean, yeah. there were plenty of good games at Ohio State. Kirby, you do, you, do you regret it all? <laughs> I know you're number two in the nation. I know you're you... preparing for your upcoming game against Arkansas, but I was curious. Did you? What, what are your thoughts on, like, Jake Fromm doesn't play at all in the NFL. Yeah. Justin Fields is starting now. Do you still do you regret the that early decision the at all? Too. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so, anyhow. No, it's it's got to be at the right time. I think the, everything about it was perfect. And the, the timing the, was right. What's funny is even like the the very end when he said like don't you ask any ask other questions. questions. What was funny about it was the he two what happened was two questions or a question before before your question. Uh Derek had said there'll be two more questions. So he's got it in his head there's going to be two more questions. Well, he didn't see me give the mic back to Krista and Derek basically say like we're done. So when he was expecting another question, he wasn't like, it wasn't like the way it came off is he was saying, what, you guys are afraid to ask another question? Oh, no, 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 it no, wasn't no. that. It wasn't it was that just, day. He thought he was going to get another question. Yeah. What was your question going to be? Oh, uh, something intelligent. I'm mis- I did, honestly, probably piercing it was something, insight. I think it was something about the, uh, I can't remember. Well, it would have been funny. We've all been there. That's why I said it. Once I saw where he was going, I was like, well, I can't. I'm not. It would have been really funny if you had just asked something banal. <laughs> yeah. If you had just been like, special teams coach. Yeah. It's really, yeah. it like the whole room would have looked over. When Dillingham walked in, I was like, good luck, buddy. Good luck following that up. Yeah. It's like a comedian when they followed. Like, did, did he hear it? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I th- sometimes I think they, they, they're they back there watching it, but I don't know. Because sometimes they'll say, like, oh, like coach said. Um, mm. But I don't know if they yeah, they'll do. reference it. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines is brought to you by Register Sausage, serving the Florida Panhandle and Lower Alabama for over 75 years. To find a store near you or to buy directly from Registers, head to registermeats.com. That's registermeats.com. 
Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Any chance they're 1-1 one one on October the 10th, guys, over the next two games? We get, we get, we get, a, get a win here against Syracuse and then a loss to North Carolina, and then, and then we're going to the bye week 1-1. One one. We're starting over. Could be 2-0. and yeah, September doesn't right count. Could be 2-0. This hey, is an October program. Fresh. That's after, right. after Corey turned around the season yesterday, maybe. Mm-hmm. I've had so many people. There's so many posts on the message boards. People, I've, Somebody texted me earlier, and they're like, hey, man, like I've, all, these, all these negative FSU fans I've been talking to are like, that turned around the season. No, no, it didn't. They're well, still terrible. Well, that's the thing, man. If they go out, they have, and lay to, a, they have man, to play well. If they lay an egg yeah. and, and give up twenty one points in the first quarter, just in the misery. Do so. I mean, There's I can't, I can't do, do, can do it anymore. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. Week. You yeah. keep looking for any hope. It's like okay, that defense was incredible in the second half. There's some hope. Corey's gonna be like the dude from the, with Jimbo in the. Uh, when yeah, he's asking where's yeah. the get better coaches. He's like, come stay to my course, face. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Norvell at halftime. Come half on time. down and stay to my face. Yeah. At halftime, Norvell's going to be walking to the locker room. He's going to stop at the sideline reporter, and Corey's going to be in the first row yelling, what are you telling the recruit? <laughs> yeah. What are you telling the recruit? Please, what are you, what are you saying, now? saying now? What are you saying now? <laughs> you got another great speech there, coach. <laughs> yeah, so it's October. We start fresh. We cut it off right here. We'll pretend September, which has September been never happened. a brutal month for Florida State football for the last number of years. Next year, and next hey. year will be two, but they get Duquesne in August, which is big. You get that 1-0 and start. Yeah. Travis Hunter, probably three touchdowns, two on one offense, one on defense, and you go into that LSU game feeling good. So the Duquesne game's a little bit like uh, helping your putting statistics by being on the fringe and not on the green, so when you miss it, it doesn't count as a missed putt. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to be 1-0? <laughs> it's been uh, five years since they've been 1-0. It's uh, it's crazy. There's a lot of numbers like that just floating yeah. around. Yeah, what program. was cool? Of, what was like uh, the record in the last fifty games? What was that? funny when Norvell when he said we're zero and four? It's the first time since whenever. I don't give a. And he, I was wondering if he's going to say the S word or the F word. I think the F word. I think the F word but, was coming. But he did it twice. He also said we're working our blanks. Like he said, yeah. changed butts. Yeah, like he went to butts and said that. Like uh, let it fly, Mike. We're all adults. Let it go, baby. Yeah. He's worried about the national clip, though. He well, wouldn't be able right. to use it there. You know? <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't be able to use it. So it's Syracuse at 3.30, and then it's on the Chapel Hill. You, you taking the hill? Yeah, I'm going there for that one. Yep. yep. Pretty fired up about it? Oh, yeah. I was trying to remember. I, if I went to the the, the the last time they played was the uh, Ponder to Rod Owens game. I was there for that one. And I can't remember. Was I there? Do you remember? I don't know, man. man I, I love that we've been covering the game so long. Everything's yeah, a yeah. blur. Steve Ellis was there, RIP, and I broke the bridge in my mouth. The, the My teeth are, you know, the, oh. these are all fake. Yeah. I broke I my bridge that. and it came out. You were that excited about the Rod Owens touchdown? I was like, he's going to go. He's going to yeah, go. And yeah, I just yeah. I just punched myself you remember, in the face. Wasn't it like 96 yards or something? It was 98. Crazy. 98, 98 right? yards? Yeah. Do you remember more over the smash route to Bo Relaford? That yeah. throw is an yeah. incredible throw. I think that, Fortson had a couple big catches. Yeah. All the names from the past that remember, all the greats. That throw is a great throw, though. That's like one of the underrated throws. I remember saying at the time, because he's on the wide side of the field, and he has to throw all the way across, and it's just perfectly in rhythm. And I remember thinking, man, that's a throw that NFL people are going to yeah. be really excited yeah. to see on tape. Yeah, Ponder was good that that for that stretch. Really good. <laughs> it's a good offense because it was a bad it was a bad defense. Jamie Rob- no, the other Jamie Robinson was on that defense. He lives, that, Jamie that Robinson still lives in town, by the way. Okay, all right, good. He's a good guy. He's They're, here watching some bad football with the rest yeah, of us. Yeah, he gets to see it up close and personal like mm-hmm. we all do. That's the thing, man. Like, uh, and, and again, we don't. I'm not expecting Purdy or Rodemaker to be anything like that. But Ponder was a revelation in the sense that. Nobody. I mean, when he signed, a lot of people just thought he was David Ponder's son, and that's why he signed. Correct. 
And uh, I mean, he was a nice player, but nothing. Jimbo walked in and said, "You got the wrong quarterback starter." Exactly. I mean, it was one of the I mean, first he was things buried, he said to me. He was buried on the depth chart. Yeah. Um. So you see stuff like that happen. So uh, could it ever happen? I like it. Throw it out there. Could it happen? Could, might there be a superstar be waiting the next, in the wings? But, but the I think that's. Partner? But I think that's why, like, from a fan standpoint, you're like, okay, we've seen this. Can we try something else? Can we roll something else well, out there? The difference is, and, and I'm taking this seriously, is that Jimbo, of course, had to play a different role then at that point. He comes in just basically to kind of fix the offense, right? He's the OC later on. He's the head coach in waiting, and he can look at a roster and be like, oh, well, they're, they're doing the wrong things here. I think Mike has correctly evaluated the quarterback position here. Yeah, no, I, I do. Just, I, it, do. I, don't think he's like, I don't think it's this gross oversight that there's some guy like Tate Rodemaker waiting to be a star I guess my and question, they're just not playing him. No, I got you. I guess my question is, couldn't you figure out something to do with Chubba Purdy's skill set? Like that's the, and I guess this is where I just um, – I have an infantile understanding of college football, but I just feel like you could figure out something. If somebody's got some talents, like his running ability, his athleticism, it seems like you could figure out something like what they did with Jordan last year. Yeah, but even that, it wasn't a. I'm not saying it's a good solution. I'm just saying I don't know that what they're doing now is going to get a whole lot better. Well, well it, it, we, the proof is there. It's not. So not not with this guy in his current form. He's just not. Well, but also that offensive line. That we right. But when you don't have a great offensive line, maybe a guy that can avoid some sacks and get some first downs with his legs helps the offense. You don't you don't depend on Corbin busting off yeah. big runs or yeah. the right arm of a guy that's not very good anymore, but for for health reasons. Well, I know, but you're the one who just said oh, don't sit him for Syracuse. No, because you worry. I don't think Milton's going to have. I know he had the game against Wake. I thought those were anomalies. I don't think Milton's going to have a four turnover game. He's not going to lose you a game by throwing two there pick sixes. You worry about that with a kid that, game, yeah. that hasn't played this season. Yeah, no, my to point, just is, give my it point away. is I don't think that they're sitting on some superstar right. waiting to be and, and improperly holding him back from starting. I, right. I, I do think that your best option right now is a very limited Mackenzie Milton because of what he understands about what he's looking at pre-snap. You just have to stay ahead of the chains. When they get behind and teams can get set, you can't well, if run they go, anything. I don't care who's playing quarterback. If you get to second 13 or Chubba. if Robert Scott has a quarterback full start, draw. you just do the just bring in Chubba Purdy on first down and 15. Because uh, Milton ain't getting it done well, on first and 15. I, I just think if you listen to what we're saying out loud, it really does properly highlight just how desperate their situation is. I mean, you would have to do this Mickey Mouse just running around. Okay, it's now it's third and seven. Is yeah. that Chubba? Chubba's third and five or less. You're, you're, you're in a situation where I, I understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. I think if you're going to start to play him, you're going to make a decision moving forward. Okay, the season's a wash. I mean, because you're not, you know, early, the beginning of the season, their goal was to win six, seven games. Right, and they're not that's, gone, that's gone now. No. So now, to me, the focus needs to be a little bit more on 2022. But you would get him ready during the bye week. You would say, that's, okay, that's, look, that's fine. let's that's fine. get him to the bye week. Let's get him prepared to play. Hey, everybody, here's UMass. Let, not, let him play yeah, against right. UMass. He beats UMass's ass. Huh. Then he gets the uh, fun against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, but you That know, might be a Milton game. No, you don't, I don't, don't think, want to I think spoil Chubb's confidence. I don't th- no, I think once you make the decision, if you give him, if you say, all right, now listen, they, they, they could expedite this process. Lose to Syracuse. All bets are off at that point. You might as well start Chubb the rest of the year. A, to find out if he can play even a lick. B, maybe to show A.J. Duffy that he can't. Whatever at that point, because it doesn't do you any good anymore to continue to roll out there with, with McKenzie. If he loses to Syracuse in this game, yeah. what, what are we doing? Right. One, one thing I liked uh, that Kenny Dillingham said yesterday was, and I, you know, and I get it, man, because like, I'm not, 
I understand. I'm, we're, we've, we've talked about the offensive line. We understand the issues there. Ooh. And so the idea that just because Jay Sean Corbin and Trey Sean Ward are really good, that you can just run them a million times doesn't make sense. And, but I thought he was like, look, well, we got to figure it out. Yeah. And we, we can't just let numbers dictate that we're going to not run the ball. We're not going to go to an RPO and throw it outside. If those guys are our best guys and we need to give them the ball, even if the numbers don't dictate it, so I like that, that. At least they're willing to adjust that approach. Yeah, build around the two players that are pretty good to to well above average. They're, they're very good. Man. Yeah, they're, they're good. Very they're good the running backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean yeah. backfield. Yeah, they are. I mean, I think they're. Yeah, I, I'm saying they're, they're not Dalvin Cook. No, but they're, they're not very game good. Cha- they're not game changers, but they're good players. They yeah. are legitimately good players. I agree with you. So you well, don't as really bad have... as you say this offensive line is for somebody to be averaging nine yards a carry must mean he's the next Barry Sanders. Well, what I would tell you is that when you go back and look at either one of his plays or Corbin's big plays, that, that, no, I was that's talking what... about Corbin. You talking about Corbin? Yeah, he's averaging nine a carry. Okay, so he's averaged nine a carry. And he's got an eighty-nine. How long was the run against Notre Dame? Eighty-nine mm. and a seventy-five. Okay, so now go ahead. Those are two plays. Now do the average without those two. No, it's still six. Uh, what I'm saying, no, no. What I'm telling you, it's like this last game. He had uh, he had eleven carries right. for one hundred fifty-nine yards. Mm-hmm. Seventy-five was on one play. That's still ten Tempered. for eighty. Oh no, no, he was effective. I think he's a good player. I'm just saying it's a misnomer to say, well, you got a guy sitting there averaging nine yards well, to carry. Of course, you give him the ball. More? Gave... I mean, come on, he's not going to continue to. If that's not no, obviously not. Huge obviously not. But he's popping three three runs a game. Yeah. And, I and, just say, and my thing is those first two plays in that first drive where you gave Pokey Wilson yeah, and well, I mean, Mark Malik McLean chances to win one on ones. How about letting eight and zero try to win one on ones? Well, again. I think that it's really paramount that you win even a little bit on first down. So then you can run tempo and give them the opportunity. I, I think when defenses are set, you don't see either really one of those guys make plays. And it's not their fault. It's just because their offensive line is going to get blown up. When a defense is set, we don't run the ball effectively. Florida State doesn't. They don't. And I, we can go back and look at all these. When a defense is set and they're not on their heels and we're not playing tempo and we have one first, they don't get yardage. It's It's crazy. Now, some of that in the Notre Dame game when they when they played back, we got a ton of yards and they, we were willing to take it. Yeah. Florida State was willing to take it. But you watch, like it's brutal. But One of the reasons guys that they're calling make, those guys can make plays. They can make people miss. Yeah, nobody else on the team seems to we're be. We're in do agreement that. on that. I'm just I'm saying that the answer isn't solely to say, well, if we just gave them ten more carries no, a piece, sure. all would be no, it but, wouldn't be solved. But but you also can't walk out of a game with where they only get ten each. I mean, they had twenty carries total for over two hundred yards. No, they had a great game. But you, but you threw the quarter. You had the quarterback drop back and throw and take six sacks. You had thirty-five passing well, plays called. Or of course, that's not designed to happen. The quarterback holding the ball. Or yeah, I know, over but, grass, it, but they were calling those passing plays. Because it's like you can't do that, man. This you isn't also that can't team. run the ball fifteen times in a row. I'm saying they're not. There's a happy medium. They're gonna they're gonna take it away at some point. Like, oh, you're just not gonna throw it all. You have to keep people honest. They're going to walk folks up at some point and just say, screw that. We're not going to give it to our running back. We're going to let the quarterback trip out of the pocket. Well, yeah. I'm saying at some point, if you decide, if they realize that your quarterback can't throw at all, then the run game all goes away. Well, I mean, I, I would have thought that would have already happened. Uh, Louisville, I, I can't imagine Louisville came in that game thinking, we got to stop Mackenzie Milton and not stop Ja'Shawn Corbin and Trishon Ward. Yeah. And yet they still combined over for, for 200 yards. I mean, that was still the, they're still number one and number two on the scouting report, I would think. So it's thirty-one to seven, right? And then the offense gets moving, running the ball. Well, they hit. Yeah, I mean, they didn't get moving. That's the no, thing. No, the they first hit. drive was the first touchdown drive was mostly passing. Yeah, you know, in the well, the, the last one drill. was too. The two-minute drill was the the one that made yeah. it thirty-one thirteen was all yeah. passing. What what I'm saying is, you know, there's one sh- sort of strength on this offense, and it's those two guys. 
and nobody's arguing that. So we're we're all in agreement. Yeah, that's we're all just, I'm saying. Just, but I'm not saying to circular. run it 15 times. I'm, just, that, that, I'm letting not. you know that it, it, it's a bit of a mirage, but it is the only thing you have. So we're in agreement there. But it's the, their talent's not a mirage. No, I think they're talented. Okay. But we said that before the season. Nobody's arguing. We all agree. Well, nobody, nobody had any idea Corbin was this. Like, well, because he hadn't been that explosive. Right. So we weren't saying that Deshaun Corbin no, but we, was. But, but uh, we, all three of us said he'd be an important part of the offense. Yeah. All three of us said he was one of your better players on offense. Well, all we, three of us said he was dependable. But we thought the quarterbacks would be better. And we thought right. they would get more out of Keyshawn Helton and a couple of these other receivers. Yeah, Brian, Helton, Brian Robinson. Barely, he just back there to let punch drop over his head. Which is another thing. They can't lose the hidden yardage in special teams on the, on the regular. They're not even that hidden. When they rep it. <laughs> they're, all, they're right there they're for right everybody there. to see. And they rep the hell out of it. Like, yeah. Nobody reps special teams more than Florida State. That that's Who's really well, that one we can't blame him for that one. I'll give the coaches credit again for, for fessing up. Because we were when they when they lined up for the punt. We were looking at each other like, why is Helton only 35 yards downfield? And they said that that's, that guy's He started out 44. A, he had a couple of bad punts, which I don't remember because they didn't punt much. But he had a couple of bad yeah. punts, and they moved him up to be 37 yards. Uh, hell, they didn't, he didn't punt at all. What punts are they yeah, talking about? They, they were 8 right of 9 on third down in the first half. Yeah, so they, I don't remember how many punts what, they what, had what before the one landed. But he, <laughs> in warm-ups. Yeah. He, yeah, he was lined up like he thought one of us was punting. Yeah. And then the ball goes 15 yards. And a, I mean, so, the guy didn't hit it. Ron, it wasn't a Ron Stark 72-yard. No, it was, it was 50 yards. But it was 50 yards. And then it rolled another 29. Yeah, it was crazy. So you can't let that happen. You're going to get the ball if you just catch that ball and yeah. run forward and fall down. You get the ball at the right. thirty-three. I'm just saying it wasn't his fault. No, no, it, it definitely was, it wasn't. It was they, they told him to scoot up. Yeah. And yeah, you don't want to make it a Willie Mays catch over that's going to hit off his helmet and bounce back. Who knows? So he did the right thing once he couldn't catch it. But yeah. why? It was he, weird. He should he never also, be thirty-seven yards from the line of scrimmage in twenty twenty-one. He also took a step forward when it came off yeah, his foot. That was another that thing. Was, he went I'm like, forward. What are we looking at? It's like a center fielder who misreads it off the bat. You're like, whoa, no, no, that, dude, that's to the fence. Yeah, I need you go. to turn and go. go. Yeah. Seminole headlines, ninety-three-three, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminole headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Good question so far. I went through here getting prepared for the next hour, boys. Ask one. You want to ask one right now? Yeah. Uh, all right. So Michael writes, so I'm probably like many Noel fans currently in watching past games to relive glory. Oh, but I got to ask, was Kermit Whitfield's return touchdown in the natty the last time we had a decent 50-plus yard return? Corey, you seem to remember everything. Was there a good return you recollect since then? Oh, wait. The, there was the Gavin Rumble yeah. versus Michigan. Then he wrote... Hashtag Jeff thinks all fans are morons. Hashtag I agree. <laughs> that was from Sunday night. That Keith Gavin one, man, is an all-timer. Yeah, because he stops and starts and doesn't know what to do. Well, and he, he just do a whole lot after that. That's what I'm saying. Grand opening, grand closing. Anything after? Yeah. yeah that I mean, was... that's a guy that Saban wanted. I mean, like Alabama yeah. desperately Dude, wanted when you, him. When you look at him, oh yeah, you yeah. think there's, that's a can't miss. I mean, look at that guy. Imagine like the moment Saban walked in to meet him because Saban is two feet tall to begin with, but he walks in and he sees that guy. He gets like, up you're on Gavin's shoulder. Like, look at that. Yeah, he climbs up <laughs> Gavin's shoulders like you're the kind of guy we could use in Tuscaloosa. <sighs> well, what can you do, man? What the, can you do? The, uh, but yeah, we were talking during the break. It's a been a minute since they've had Gavin would be a starter with this rotation. Yeah, yeah, he might be their go-to guy. He'd be the guy. Uh, Derwin had a long one that was called back. <laughs> Still got to catch it. Derwin had a long one that was called back. That's the last one that I remember of any true significance of a kick return. The, and it didn't end up, up being picked a, a yeah. good time to have the one in the national title. Kermit, game. yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, 
the uh, we were talking talking during the break about the the moment you know Mike Norvell's moment yesterday and and maybe the how it'll be turned against him if if they don't play well this weekend. The other thing that happened last week in a similar situation was uh, the Greg McElroy uh, appearance at Tallahassee mm-hmm. Quarterback mm-hmm. Club last week that Corey wrote about. I mean, he that's if they had won Saturday, that would have been a great moment because that story for and Greg we, McElroy or for Corey. No, for, 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 for everyone. For Mike Norvell, for this coaching staff. I mean, Greg yeah. McElroy spoke at the quarterback club last week and just could not say enough good things about Mike Norvell. He had gone to practice, said he had gone and watched some of the last practices under Jimbo when he was calling games, when he was just starting out. Didn't as a, feel good as about a, where it was going. Didn't like it. Nope. Then he was came to some games when Willie was the head coach. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Came to the ones before Notre Dame and was like, man, this is what it's supposed to look like. You know, that's universally true of uh, of coaches and former players that have had a chance to go and watch practice under right. Mike Norvell. I, I mean, it's not just us. It's like yeah. you talk to you talk to analysts, you talk to people all over the country. That that's why you'll hear uh, sort of this unwavering, he'll get it right support from an awful lot of people in both media and those that are paid to analyze the game. It may not look like it on Saturdays. Yeah, uh, they're zero and four. They've looked awful at times. Uh, there's no doubt. There's frustration, but. The reason you hear the, that kind of commentary is that things are buttoned up and they do look organized, and he has a track record of succeeding. Well, in uh, I, you know, what if Jordan Travis had broken his ankle in August last year, what would their record have been? Because I'm pretty sure oh. they go zero and nine. Probably, maybe yeah, one and eight. The one win against Jacksonville State. But no, that was, was Blackman available against Jacksonville State. I don't remember. But Rodemaker, but Rodemaker started that game. I know. And was yeah. I wonder if Blackman comes off the bench and, and rallies, rallies yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but he's maybe. not beating North Carolina, no. and then he's not putting up more than thirty-five against Duke. Yeah. So they go one and eight or zero oh and nine last year. Um, they, they, were may, awful. they may, they may not have even pushed to get that Duke yeah, game yeah, rescheduled. They, yeah, you're right. So they they were awful last. Awful. Oh yeah, yeah. they that North Carolina game. It's funny. It's one of the greatest outliers of all time. But it almost like you you won't. I mean, I I guess it wouldn't. It didn't end up mattering. But they were in one and eight football team last year at best. Oh and nine maybe talent wise, what they deserved. I mean, they didn't just lose games. They got annihilated. Oh yeah, they weren't competitive. Yeah. Um, this team, by every measure, other than you know the W, <laughs> the big W, other than that, the is, one you should have had against Jacksonville is State, better but... than this. Is better than last year's team. Sure. It's probably going to finish with a worse record because it still has to play Clemson and Florida. But you, if you just, I, I hate saying it. I hate saying it. I grew up with this program like you guys did. I hate saying this, but they are a better program than they were last year. If you just ignore the pesky win loss record, yeah, a they, better team. No, but I think you can and be if you objective. Look, who's and say the guy that you like? Know. The F. Is it Fimral? 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 What's his name? Fimral. Yeah, you're talking about Fimral. Yeah, yeah. So I looked at his numbers yesterday. Last year, Florida State was like 103rd in def- 103 defense, 95 in offense. Mm-hmm. Awful efficiency. This year, they're 66 and 67. Yeah. Still get some. Not, you still like not that? Good. How do you like? Th- no, still, still not, not good. good yeah. But a, a measured improvement. Yeah. They are better than they. I think they're a better team than they were last year. I think they'd beat the tar out of last year's team, but they're going to finish two and ten. And it's just a matter of can you can you appreciate the slow slow build of this program, even if the record is a disaster. Well, the the answer for fans is a resounding no. At least the ones that are vocal and or post or whatever. I mean, and that, I that answer is no. But and I think what's killing him again is the things, the mistakes that we can see. Some of the decisions, the things with the quarterbacks against Jacksonville State, but well, the, 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 the fourth down the, play against Jacksonville State. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things. That those are they're not helping that, themselves uh, exactly. Yeah. So what Corey's saying is accurate. 
And I do think the program's heading in the right direction, but it's hard to sell that when people have seen things that they can see that are bad. my question. My question uh, yesterday about what you sell. How, how do you sell this to recruits? You Ooh. show them the FEMRAL, baby. Well, he, he gave, a good, he gave an impassioned answer. That was a good answer. Well, he didn't bring up Fimrau. I think yeah. next time you bring I'll, up the efficiency I'll numbers. I'll text him later today and say, hey, here's some numbers, You're 66th buddy. in offense. Headliner questions forthcoming. Stay tuned.